0: Davos 2019, this coverage of the Global Conversation on Change is brought to you by BrightRock, the first ever needs-matched life insurance that changes as your life changes. This is The Rational Perspective, I'm Alec Hogg. In today's episode, Sky Meeker, the youngest speaker at Davos 2019. The subject of this episode has had two bits of really good fortune. First, he was well born, he has parents who were mad about the bush and could afford to take him into game reserves like Mahler his favorite. Second, he found his passion, wildlife photography, outrageously early, in his case even before he started attending school. Those twin pieces of fortune brought 16-year-old Skye to the 2019 World Economic Forum annual meeting in Davos, and it came via an unlikely route. He is the World's Young Wildlife Photographer of the Year for 2018, winner of a 45,000-entry competition. After placing in the competition some years ago, he had a dry spell until 2018, but his patiently acquired picture of a leopard he had followed for eight years, scooped the top prize for this young Durbanite. As a result, the World Economic Forum invited him to Davos and his engagements here include speaking alongside iconic chimpanzee lady Jane Goodall. He was the youngest speaker on the agenda at this year's event. At around the same age as grade 11 learner Sky Mika is now, I had a life-transforming experience sparked by an overseas trip, so I was keen to discover whether the exposure to something as overwhelming as divorce was going to change his path. Let's pick up from the part in our chat where I asked Sky what he was likely to take home.
1: And just experiencing that and learning that it's not only my way of thinking, but there's hundreds of other ways of thinking on a certain topic and on different topics that I wasn't even aware was such a big thing. Like I just came back from a talk about how the pollution in the oceans just increased dramatically over the past few years and how we can now track the fishing boats and the big illegal ones so we can start helping save the ocean now. So learning about things that I didn't know before was the whole reason that I came here and the whole reason that I've been fortunate enough to experience it all.
0: Do you think you look at the world differently to, say, your mum's generation?
1: i say definitely so. We're the ones that have grown up with the technology of since the day I was born I've always had something digital in my hand. Um, I've been fortunate enough to separate myself from my generation in the sense where I do disconnect myself from the rest of the world social media wise when I go into to do my photography in nature but we as the younger generation have a lot more ideas, time and energy compared to the older generations but we lack the experience and the knowledge which is why I also came to represent the youth. And to try and share that bond and how that only if we work together we can actually make a better difference for our planet.
0: Sky, this competition that you won, that brought you to Davos, how many people enter it?
1: This year there were over 45,000 um, entries. My apologies. So out of all of that, the top 100 get selected. And out of that top 100 photos for the whole world representing nature and the beauty of it and conservation, There's a category winner for every category. So I was fortunate enough to win the under 17 to under 15 category, and there's of the whole world just, uh, (laughs) and then out of that, I won the whole entire youth category, which is the best under 18 photographer for wildlife in the whole world.
0: What pictures did you send in?
1: So I sent in 10 pictures, which are because it's quite a touchy subject for me because. I've placed the first year I entered with a picture called Vanishing Lion which talked about the harsh reality of how low the lion population in Africa was and then since then I haven't been able to place even though I've entered every year. And then last year I I sent 10 pictures which I thought showed what I like to see in nature, the beauty of nature and the intimacy with animals too because I want people to look at a photo once and say that's a good photo but then look at it again and think what does this photo mean? What is it trying to show? And that's what I tried to show that year, and I ended up winning the under 18, the best under 18 photographer. What animals? Um, so for this uh, year in particular, I focused a lot on birds. Uh, I entered five birds, specifically the uh, blacksmith plover. Was, uh, for, I had two pictures of it, but leopard. I'm very passionate about the big cats, and specifically that of a leopard that actually won. The whole competition was a picture of a leopard that I've been photographing for the last eight years.
0: How do you get to have that ability to see these animals in the wild? It, it, you, you, you did mention to me earlier that your, your parents have encouraged you to go to the bush from a young age.
1: Well, I think it's something where I've been fortunate enough that my parents are so passionate about it that it's just a byproduct of me going on adventures with them, that I've been able to pursue my photography. Because it's not something that every kid will be like, I want to do wildlife photography. So it's quite a unique situation for me. It's something that I've been brought up with and something that I've been fortunate enough to experience.
0: And your favourite part of the country?
1: My favourite part of the country is actually Cape Town. I really love that uh, place. But for wildlife photography in particular, so this is my favourite part in almost the entire world, Mala Mala Game Reserve. I found that the leopards there are just beautiful and the interactions that you get are spectacular.
0: How do you take a good picture of a leopard?
1: Well, it's actually quite a weird one because there's so many different uh, leopard and from different areas so they have different behaviors different traits and to try and capture that it's quite difficult for a photographer so for me I like to focus on what I would like to see in the moment what I feel so the inspiration I get from seeing that leopard is how I try and portray in my photograph so in my winning picture I saw the peace and tranquility of the moment and that's what I try to capture
0: it is art isn't it and then and, and in art you try to give a story or try to give a message to people who are um, witnessing it or experiencing it do you always try and uh, work something in?
1: Well I started off just taking pictures to share memories with my family and friends but as you said photography isn't art uh, we just don't paint with paint we paint with light and I try to share what an artistic approach to not really that artistic I just want to show the true beauty of what nature is because my job's pretty easy in a sense where I get to go out and see the beautiful plains of Africa and all I have to do is make it so that I can record it to the best of my ability so that people from that don't get that opportunity can experience it for themselves.
0: Now you said you didn't watch uh, David Attenborough being interviewed here by Prince William but in part of a big part of his message was to say that the technology available today really opens up nature to the world. Uh, What technology do you use apart from a camera?
1: So obviously I have a cell phone. I am a teenager. We do have to use that. But I do use um, computers a lot. Um, Actually at the school that I'm currently attending, Clifton College, we use our iPads predominantly to learn. We don't use textbooks anymore. So that's more of a greener approach in a sense where it's easier, it's quicker, it's more accessible. And it's one of those things where I've been brought up with it, so it's natural for me. So I don't really think of it as, oh, I use this technology, I use that technology, it's just, I use technology.
0: But uh, what I'm getting at is the uh, propagating, if you like, of your pictures. Because clearly you don't take a picture and then just look at it yourself. You want people to see it. How, How do you do that?
1: So there's various competitions that I enter to get my pictures out there. I use social medias, obviously, so Instagram is a big one for me. But I like to show the people in person. It's quite a weird thing for me. I have a website. So obviously, I try and get people to get people. You can tell us what the website is. Okay, it's uh, skymica.com, so it's just my name. Um, and through there, you can see all of our photos that I've taken throughout my journey as a wildlife photographer. And I think something that's really special and unique to me and my website is that I do have photos from when I first started to the photos that I'm taking now. So you can kind of almost follow along with the journey that I've had over the past few years of my life. What are you gonna do when you finish school? I'm gonna go study a BCom accounting. Which no, is. <laughs> I thought
0: you'd be the next <laughs> world wildlife professional photographer. Is that not no, what's? I mean, what's your passion really?
1: My passion and my love is nature and photography specifically. But I've been told by my parents, and it's one of those things where it, photography is one of the hardest things to do to pay a bill. And I don't want to confuse my passion with something that I need to take photos of to pay the bills. So I want to get my degree and then pursue my photography full time because I feel like with my photography in particular, I only take a few good photos in a whole week, let's say. But those few good photos are really good because I feel the inspiration that I get from the animal and from the environment. And if I'm forced to take a photo every day, that's good. I don't feel that inspiration. And you'll see that the quality of my work will just degrade. So that's what I'm trying to accomplished by saying that I get to do the best of both worlds and try and combine them together.
0: I guess that is always the artist's dilemma and has been for a thousand years but on the other hand if you could start selling a few of your photos now it, it might make the decision easier.
1: I have sold, uh, previously sold a couple of my photos. I've uh, just auctioned a photo for the Make a Difference Foundation um, and that sold for three thousand pounds so It definitely is an option for me, but the time it takes and the money it takes to go to all of these places and to take the photos, it's quite hard for a person to live almost a normal life, quote-unquote, because uh, the person that mentored me, Greg DeToy, that I previously mentioned, he spends 11 months away from home. And for me, that is something, to a lesser extent, I want to do, but I don't want to be forced to have to go 11 months away from home without seeing People and you know, living in a water hole to get the photo that you want. Although I do want to get the best photos I can, it's quite the dilemma. Yeah.
0: Uh, was that uh, Francois Pinot's Make a Difference yes, finding? It,
1: it is. Mm-hmm. How did they find you? So they actually contacted me uh, originally. I've heard of his work uh, previously, and it was one of those things where I was going to approach them eventually, but they approached me first and they asked a few years ago if they could just auction off one of my pictures which uh, I obviously said, yes, it's such a good uh, foundation. And it sold for quite a bit, so I got to see the feedback from it and I got to see the results from the actual foundation, which was something that was super special for me. And since then I've been helping, I've been giving them a picture every year for, to auction or for their charity, and this year they've just asked me for one of my leopard pictures specifically. So I'm in the process of sending that to them.
0: Scott, it's quite an extraordinary experience that you've had as the youngest person speaking in Devils engaging closely with Jane Goodall and uh, icons like that. Do you think it'll change your life?
1: It's quite weird because I'm so young that I don't really know what's in store for me for the rest of my life. I know that I want to be doing something to better help nature and conservation and I do know I want to do photography. But in terms of something like experiencing Davos and the World Economic Forum, I appreciate it a lot, but I think I'll appreciate it a lot more when I'm older and out of school and reflect back on it and thinking this is something that actually shaped what I'm doing today.
0: And what about your pals back home? Uh, what, what stories are you going to be telling them?
1: Uh, it's actually quite weird because they've followed along. Uh, they've watched all of my links. They've been very supportive of me. Um, but I'll tell them that I met some pretty fancy people. I've done some pretty cool things. And I've got to see the snow. So that's pretty cool and interesting for us because in Durban we are very, very, very hot all the time.
0: Just to close off with David Attenborough and Jane Goodall, you've now met both of them and engaged with both of them. What's your thoughts on them?
1: Beautiful people, and they are genuinely the most passionate people about nature and conservation I've ever met. And they're so genuine that it almost inspires you to be the best person that you can be and to do the most that you can, because throughout their lives, they've made such a big difference and opened so many people's eyes to problems and things that we can do and the beauty of nature. So I want to follow in their footsteps as the next generation.
0: That was Sky Meeker, the world's Young Wildlife Photographer of the Year for 2018, and the youngest speaker at this year's World Economic Forum annual meeting. And yes, he is just 16 years old. This has been The Rational Perspective. Until the next time... Cheerio. Divorce 2019. This coverage of the global conversation on change is brought to you by BrightRock, the first ever needs matched life insurance that changes as your life changes.